Cox, how's it going? I'm good. I'm coming. I'm coming straight in with storylines this week. No, uh, no gunfire. No other DJ sound effects. Because um, we got storylines. We got the defending champ Lairbomb going to four and zero. We've got Cord taking the League of Dawns by storm, and we're gonna have a special Cord segment later, uh, which we'll get to. And um, then we've got another storyline, which is does freezing understand how time zones work so we're going to cover all that we are getting this to you early in the day though despite freezing's efforts to uh, push back the pod to the afternoon yeah man i am uh this is a great week for me i haven't had this kind of week uh in the last four or three weeks previous i finally won a game uh and i'm no longer last place so uh things are looking really good for me um and i'm excited to get into the matchups all right, let's do it. I'll, uh, I'll pick the first one. Let's go with the high point, man. Uh, that's come Dumpster Express. I don't even need to tell you whose team that is. Um, against the guy I just alluded to, Freezing. Um, and, you know, Freezing's uh, lack of time zone knowledge uh, perhaps showed up here because he showed up late to this matchup and he never – Got back in it. He loses uh, 159 to 108. Biggest blowout of the week. Dylan gets one of those, you know, the, those iconic Tyreek games that you live for where he puts up 42. And then this one, hard for me to watch. Debo Samuel puts up 31. So he gets 73 points just from his receivers. And, you know, really, and Freezing didn't put up a terrible score at 108. But, I mean, God, he, uh, Dylan took him out to the woodshed. Yeah, and it, I mean, the thing that impresses me the most about Dylan's team is he scored this many points without Christian McCaffrey. Like, that's to me, is insane. So this is a good team going forward. Tyreek Hill just had some, like, amazing touchdowns. Just somehow that little hand rises up, and then he gets a touchdown. Um, on freezing side, I, I just mentioned this in the, in the, in the chat. I'm going to fire some shots here. We're starting two tight ends on Freezing's end. I've I know many people have offered Freezing trades for either of those tight ends. I like I can say I've offered him Robinson many weeks in a row, and he scored twenty points two weeks in a row. So it's kind of suspect when you're you know going in and you're playing two tight ends instead of trading one of them. But uh, you know Freezing last place, well deserved. Let's get on to the next matchup. Uh, next match, I do want to you know I want to embellish myself a little bit here, Matt. Uh, I'm gonna go into my matchup. Me versus we. This you want to, you're going you're going wait, what you're going to embellish yourself? Do you know what the word embellish means? Um, I'm gonna guess half of the league doesn't know what it means, so I'm just gonna go on. All right, go embellish yourself. Go <laughs> yes. ahead. So while I'm embellishing myself, uh, <laughs> I almost had the high points this week, which was really cool. Uh Brent Ketty gave me a gift with Jalen Hurts. Again, thank you so much, Brent. Really couldn't do this without you this week. Um, Jamar uh, Chase getting 10 points. That's okay. Uh, Myers, you know, my, my wide receiver, it's it's not as good because I, I initially wanted to start Juju and Antonio Brown, but I had to put in two other people, but they were serviceable. Derrick Henry versus the Jets. We marked that last week that that was going to be a good game. And then just throughout just solid performances for, for the whole team. Um, I had a savvy pickup in Indianapolis defense. And then looking at Wee's team, we actually did make this fairly competitive. Josh Jacobs starting uh, did not make the Monday night game interesting because Kenyon Drake um, got his whole two yards, but uh, it was a little bit scary. Uh, Moore got some garbage times, touchdown passes, and, uh, you know, 
one thing I do want to point out before I throw it to you, Matt, uh, Wee's kicker was ruled out in pregame. Is that a, is that finable? Oh, wow. That is absolutely finable. Yeah. That's the rule. If the guy is not, so, so he was not in uniform. He was not active. Was there, there was injured, oh, injured in pregame warmups. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. That is a fine, good catch. Cool. Wow. We haven't had one of those in a few years. We tran going to owe $10. Um, Okay, matchup-wise, you obviously put up a big number um, and really did it kind of with a solid across-the-board effort. Nobody really just went went off. Um, you know, Henry getting 25 isn't like a crazy Henry game. Um, on Wee's side, you said uh, DJ Moore is a freaking stud. Um, so that's a guy that you can count on every week. Um, Hui, the top of his roster performed well. The bottom was terrible. Kenyon Drake... Um, I'm very concerned as a as a Jacobs owner, Josh Jacobs owner. Um, that that Raider backfield seems like a nightmare. Jacobs looks slow. Uh, there's really you're not going to be able to start anybody and feel good. I mean, I'm going to start Jacobs sometimes, but you're not going to feel good starting him. You're not going to feel good starting Drake, and you're not going to feel good starting. Um, I'm blanking on their third guy, but he uh, anyway. Barber, not a good. Right? Yes, yes, thank you. So anyway. Good, good job getting off, uh, get, getting your first win there, Jay. Um, let's go. This was a good matchup. Kind of low scoring. I thought it would be more points. Cooper Cup of Kareem uh, against Dr. Mantis Toboggan. Uh, I said going in, these are, these are the two kind of hard luck teams. They were both one and two, both with good points. Uh, Matt loses again. Matt has, I, I think he has the second most points in the league, and he's one and three. And then Shelter um, has been doing pretty well also. But this one was low scoring. Like, Matt has no one to, to blame here but himself. Is He only puts up 100 spot. Um, C.D. Lamb killed him with only two points. Chubba Hubbard, I mean, that's just not a guy that should be in your starting lineup. So I have to fault Matt for that one. Um, but then getting one point from your kicker and one point from your defense, particularly with, with Cincinnati going against Jacksonville, I can't, I can't fault Matt for that. Like that, those were the right moves. It just didn't um, play out for him. And then on Shelter's side, Shelter doesn't put up an impressive score. He only gets 11 from Brady, uh, who looked pretty bad in the um, rain back in New England. Uh, but Saquon, back, 27 points. That's the Saquon we knew a couple of years ago. Um, but really, this is not, uh, you know, these were not high-performing teams this week, but they were um, the first three weeks of the year. So, um, you know, I feel okay with Mark getting a win despite uh, not putting up a lot of points because he has, has had some hard luck losses. So he's 2-2, two and two, and now Maddie with a bunch of points, is 1-3 and three and kind of has his back against the wall. Yeah, really, uh, really good game all around. Um... Mark, I, I really wish it was a little bit closer, and then Tom Brady got, like, two more rush yards, so we, it could solely be because of Brady's, like, five yards rushing. Um, but, I mean, super close game. I know Matty Kidd was playing some uh, analytics in his head of what ifs, you know, and he feels a little bit better about himself uh, because of that. Um, but overall, I mean, we expected a little bit more from Matty Kidd's team. Uh, Montgomery had a great game, but, um, oh, uh, that that injury is really going to hurt Matty Kid, um, and hopefully you know he can he he does have his his uh, handcuff on the bench, which is good. Um, and Knox was a really good pickup for tight end, but didn't do enough to get the W here. Um, and Mark's end of the, of of the team. I mean, this is one of those games where like 
you get 104 points and you're definitely not happy about it because that's a low scoring, but you have to eke out these kind of wins when you get them and, and mark credit to you for, for doing that. I mean, Saquon is definitely back uh, after the last two weeks of performance and the Giants don't look that bad, uh, surprisingly. So uh, maybe that's something to continue. So we'll see there. All right, getting into the next matchup, I want to get into yours, Matt. I, I know this is a touchy subject. I know, you know, because of time zones, like you literally just woke up, you know, after having to deal with this. So before I get started, I, I just kind of want to ask you, what were your emotions like last night? I mean, it was it was brutal, of course. Like I basically knew going into the matchup, you know, so it was everybody – for those who weren't following, every every player was done except for Eckler going into Monday night, and I had a 22-ish point lead. Yep. So basically, you know, you look at a 22, I mean, that's usually um, a case where the guy's got to score two touchdowns, and he scored two touchdowns, and I lost. So it was pretty brutal. Uh, you know, it was getting late here with the, the lightning delay. I stayed up till midnight to support my team, and they really – Eckler just kind of ripped my heart out. And so this this was a tough one. We're going to, you know, I'm giving the guys the day off. They just need the mental break. And we're, then we're going to we're gonna look at the film and, and get ready for get ready for week five. Yeah, tough matchup for sure. And like that, those Monday night games where it's just like, you've done everything you can do. The other player has one player, then all of a sudden that player decides to just go off. And like, for, for your instance, like yesterday, I mean, the first quarter, Eckler did not look that great. I think he was, like, semi-injured at some point, too, where, like, you yeah. were pretty happy about it. And then he comes back in, scores, you know, two more touchdowns, and you know, just piles it on. So, uh, really unfortunate for that. Sometimes you got to think, like, maybe mentally, maybe you just find a Monday night guy on the, you know, on the waiver wire just to play him in so, you know, uh, you have that little bit of a, a mental advantage of maybe your guy scores some points. But, yeah, on, on your side of the field, I mean – 114 is really low for you um, being a two-time back-to-back high point earner. Um, Kelsey did not perform what he needed to do, and Tyler Lockett had his worst game um, of the year against the San Francisco defense. So those two right there, you're, the rest of your team kind of did what they needed to do. Buffalo, tremendous job, 40-0 to versus Houston. That uh, defense is insane. Yeah. It, well, that defense is insane, and the, the offense they played is also insane. Well, no, but but they've you know, done this. I mean, the, the, the yeah. performances they've had on defense have been incredible. They're playing the Chiefs this week, so that'll be more of a more second of a shutout of the year. Yeah, But they've looked amazing. Yeah. And then on the other end, uh, Kisaki, a great pickup for tight end for, for Keddy. I know um, he was also on the waiver wire, so really good there. Eckler really sealed the deal for him. Everyone else kind of did what they were supposed to do. Um, besides that, Robert Woods did get over his projection. So I guess Keddy's happy with that, but, uh, you know, uh, pretty, pretty pedestrian, 120 points is, is really good for, for Keddy. So kudos to him there. And this was one of those wins that, you know, I know he, going into look, Monday look, night, look, he, at you, look, look at you, off. look at you getting one win and throwing out. Yeah, that's pretty good for Keddy. Like, get, get oh, off. I, I have no, no, this is a common theme. You know, Keddy, Keddy took some shots at me for trading me hurts and tried to say that hurts. You know, it was a bad trade, and he one-upped me for Woods, and it's just untrue. It's all right. Years. All right. Well, your grievances have been aired. Uh, we don't need to talk about this I'm embellishing. Anymore. Yeah, you're embellishing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm embellishing. Stop embellishing. Um, all right. We have – what's our next matchup? Um, 
Oh, Lairbaum versus Clayton. That's Coughlin Flop versus Voodoo Mama Juju. I'm just going to say this like I was talking to a group, uh, particular group chat, not the league. Lairbaum is 4-0 and has the eighth most points in the league. Like, how long can this keep up? Now, I will say this week, putting up 124, that's, you know, that's, that's a very respectable score, mm-hmm. of course. Um, I'm also, uh, like I said, I'm taking my L on the trade that I made with Dylan, um, in which I uh, traded for Mike Davis and Dylan got Debo, who's looking like a monster this year. But now we got to do the same thing. Dylan's going to be taking his L on this trade where Lairbaum got McLaurin and Dylan got, Dylan got Kittle as the centerpiece of that deal. And Kittle is not, um, you know, not looks like the sort of Kelsey and Waller big three type tight end that we expect him to be. So give Lairbaum some credit there. McLaurin balled out. Uh, Daryl Henderson and Chase Edmonds both, you know, combined for 30 points. Your two running back spots, you, you can live with that. That's not uh, an incredible performance, but it's 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 a it's one that you can win with. Then you get 16 from Bass, the kicker uh, for the Bills, and then Clayton's team rough week. Uh, Dalvin was back, but he was playing what we've seen. Speaking of good defenses, we talked about the Bills, uh, Cleveland, the Browns looking like perhaps the second best defense in the league. Uh, those are two very good teams and they shut down Dalvin. Uh, Zeke goes back to back with nice weeks, but then Mike will made it as we've seen. He's a feast or famine guy. This week was famine with 1.6 points. Um, so clay doesn't quite get to the hundred mark. Larabom uh, able to win this one pretty handily. Yeah. <clears throat> um, scary Terry, man. That's, that's, We've, we've known he's been a good wide receiver. It's just he needed people to actually throw him the ball, and he really went off a lot this week against Atlanta, um, which isn't as impressive because Atlanta kind of sucks, but still good. Um, and then also on Lairbaum's side, I mean, it, he had to have been scared. with He, he picked up Tennessee's defense because they were playing the Jets, and only getting three points there kind of sucks, but his rest of his team really picked up for him. Um, Clayton's side, tough. One and three, you know, we, we – we talk about his backfield being really good, but it seems like they just can't get it together where, you know, the first two weeks it was Dalvin Cooks, last two weeks it's been Zeke. The, once he does put it together and they both score over 20 points, he'll be in a good spot. But um, right now, not good. And then obviously, he he had a shot Monday night. I mean, Mike Williams was playing and has been very good and was shut down completely. And it was Eckler's game. So um, maybe if those went, Mike Williams way, then Clayton would have won this week, but <clears throat> you, you didn't score hundred points. You can't, you can't look back at that. So, all right. We have so, one, oh, Jay God. with, with that, we are there. I know there's one more matchup to discuss. You've got a special guest that is going to be joining to discuss the legends that is cord. So, right. so I'm going to sign off right now. Again, for our next matchup, we have Eric, the Cole Beasley Research Lab versus Charles, a complete slaughtering. And it is my utmost pleasure to introduce uh, for this pod a special guest, my former roommate, my last samurai watching buddy, Eric Gutter. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Dude, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I still think about those days, late nights, watching Last Samurai every night. 
Yes, uh, and we would just repeat. <laughs> no other... would, there was no other movie that we would watch. It'd be like The Last Samurai is what we're doing tonight again. <laughs> it was just like it was just a thing because we'd be ha- you know we like it, either you'd be hammered, I'd be hammered. It was like, well, we're watching Last Samurai tonight. Yeah, so it was. <laughs> I think we account for fifty percent of the watched hours of that movie, Gundy. Definitely, definitely. If there was like a Spotify like wrapped. For like us watching Last Samurai, would be like in the top one percent of Last Samurai. <laughs> a true resume builder, but guns. You know, as much as I'd love to have you on the pod to talk about our favorite movie and Tom Cruise being a white samurai, uh, mm-hmm. I have to talk to you about someone very similar, Cord. What? <laughs> what was? Your, what was your thoughts of this? You were a Mike Davis owner last year. What happened this year? What made you pick him up? Well, first of all, I was I my the, the depth at the bottom of my roster was pretty weak, um, so I can't take credit for having bad drafting. Like I had like Eric Ebron on my team. I think that was the spot that I ended up moving on from because I had Waller, and it was like I don't really need a backup tight end. I just need one for the bye week whenever that happens. And so I started looking around for people. I was white initially. Um, and I've had James White before, and I thought about it a little bit more, and I saw that Cordell Patterson was, like, right next to him in terms of, like, the, the Yahoo, like, rankings or whatever, or the points scored or whatever. And I noticed that Cordero plays both receiver and running back. So if I, I thought, well, if he's good and I get in a pinch with a bye week or something, I can start him at running back instead of A.J. Dillon or something like that. And or play him at receiver, and it has turned out to be way more impactful than I had ever imagined because he's just been insane. I mean, he had 32 points, and he had the first week where I didn't play him, he had 23, and then the week that I did start him, he had 13, which is a solid week. Like, he's just a monster, and I had no idea that they were going to be like giving him so many touches around the goal line, but he's, he's, yeah, he's taking away a lot of touches from my guy, Mike Davis. Yeah. And I mean, you, you got two favorable matchups for him. He has an early bye week six, but next week he has the jets the following week, Miami Yahoo puts him at 10.96 points next week versus the jets. What, what's guns prediction for Gord? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a solid 18 for, for cord in, in week, in week, five, in week five. Wow. You heard it here first, Pod. 18 from Cord. Yahoo is wrong. Guns, my last question for you before our parting here is, does your pickup of Cord make you want to have a keeper's league? Ooh. I'm going to say no. Um, Because as, well, as much as I'm, like, really happy with my pickup of Cord – no one has ever let – no offense has ever given Corderell Patterson this big of a role. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. So I'm just going to like – I'm cool riding the wave for with Cord for this year. But like he's been like a kick returner like his entire career. And they finally started doing like – like because they're tanking. The Falcons suck. Like they're doing like weird shit with him that I don't think a, a team that is good would do. So like – I don't know if I'd want to keep Cord next year because I don't know what his role's going to be. So, like, this was totally like a – to me, it's like a one-year thing with Cord just because I don't think 
I, I don't foresee it, but who knows? Maybe he, this is a new, a new leaf for him in his NFL career, and maybe he's just this guy now. Well, the magic. Well, congrats on an early 4-0. Uh, the pod does think you're going to go 5-0 this week on the back of Cord versus the Jets. So thank you for joining us today, Gundy. Thank you, Jay. I'm a big fan of the pod, longtime listener, first-time guest. So thank you for having me. <laughs> Great to hear from a Cord owner. Uh, now, with that being said, Matt, it's time to look into the next week. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is different for me uh, because I hopped off that segment. So I will be listening to the special chord segment along with the rest of you. So I'm really excited uh, to hear that. And for Charles listeners, just get ready. Make sure you're skipping through, okay, Charles? All right. So let's go the, let's do our picks. First off, what were the, the results last week? Matt, you were a big winner. We only differed in one, um, and that's oh. the one that we have the special cord session on. So you did pick the the cord owner, and I went with Charles to uh, – I don't know why I picked Charles, but I did pick Charles. And, you know, this week I'm going to I'm gonna take some savvy picks. I'm going to pick a lot of underdogs so I can get a W. Yeah, I was not an early adopter on cord, but I – you know, I, I He's grown. recognized my mistake, and I, I came around and I, I took him last week. So let's go – um, let's start with sermon season. Speaking of Chad sermon season, which we're still waiting for that to begin. They've, you know, people, many meteorologists have said, uh, sermon season begins when the leaves fall, but we have not really seen that occur yet. Um, he's facing Maddie, the kid, uh, Dr. Mantis toboggan, this matchup, two very good QBs in Rodgers and Allen going at it. Metcalf against the Rams. Uh, Jalen Ramsey has sort of handled him the last few years. I don't like that for Maddie. Um, Devontae, always, you know, Devontae and Diggs, always good for Chad. Um, Sermon season, taking another shot at this against the Arizona Cardinals, who are the last undefeated team in the league. Uh, He's got Chris Carson against the Rams, who normally are a good defense, but got gashed by those same Cardinals. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Chad's got a couple questionable guys as well um, for Matt. It sounds like David Montgomery is out and probably going to be out multiple weeks. That is uh, that's pretty catastrophic, honestly, because he's thin at running back already. Like we've said, Matt's strength is his receivers running back. He cannot afford to lose Montgomery. Um, so with that said, I am picking Chad to win this one. Okay. Uh, let me, I'm going to go with Matty kid. I think both, this is going to be a, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. They both are banged up. Um, but the one saving grace for Matty Kidd is he does have Damian Williams. So um, Montgomery won't play this week, and he'll be able to put Williams in there. Um, Mixon's also banged up against kind of a tough, tougher Green Bay defense. So we'll see how that goes. Um, <clears throat> I, looking on Charles's side of the field, though, I don't. I think tra- I think sermon season was a one-week-and-done kind of deal. Um, he's going to be in the lookout for a tight end off the waiver wire as well. And then I don't think Higgins plays. So I think Charles is going to go pretty far down on his bench. Um, and I think Matty kid's only going to have to go one or two deep on his bench. Um, and I, I, I am going to go with, uh, with Matty kid for this one. So I, I do agree with you. I think this may be the lowest scoring game of the week. Yeah. It's going to be one of those ones where like you score 90 points and you somehow win, you know? All right, pick another matchup. Yep, next up here, uh, we're going to go to 
God, I'm just going to get it over with here um, because I hate looking at this picture. Uh, the cum dumpster expresses versus cold ones in the fridge. Um, oh, God. I, I, how could you not go with Dylan here? He's got Prescott versus the Giants. Tyreek Hill versus Buffalo is going to be a very tough. I mean, we, we talked about the Buffalo's defense, but it's Tyreek Hill. You, you can count on that. What I do like about Dylan's team is I like James Conner. Uh, he's for getting touchdowns. That's, that's all he does now. Uh, he's just like the, the goal line running back. You, that's a good spot to be in. Um, when you look at Keddy's team, he Russell Wilson versus a tough Rams defense. That's going to be something to look at. Mike Evans versus Miami is a good matchup for him. Um, Eckler versus Cleveland. Cleveland's a great defense that we talk about. And Miles Sanders, I've said it every single week, I'm not high on Miles Sanders. I haven't been for two years. I don't think he's I don't think he's going to be good. And I don't think he's going to have a good game against Carolina again. Um, there's not too much to be excited about besides New England's defense at Houston. That's that's pretty exciting. You know you're going to get over 15 points there from your defense. But uh, it's hard to root against Dylan when he's just getting high points week in, week out. Uh, so I'm going to go with Dylan, you know, err on the safe side. Yeah, I don't love these matchups either. Um, I, I – I think Tyreek against Buffalo, I think that ends up being more of a Kelsey game after Tyreek went off last week. Um, Debo at Arizona, that, that could be that could be fun, but Arizona's defense has looked better. Um, I don't know that – I don't love Singletary and James Conner as a starting running backs. We know he's thin there with um, McCaffrey being out. Um, unless that – I mean, that Cardinal offense, I feel like to support a James Conner type, like they've got to keep scoring in the 30s, and, and maybe they will because they've done it every week so far, but I don't think they do that against the Niners this time. Um, on the other side, yeah, I don't love Russ against the Rams. Um, I don't love Eckler against Cleveland. Miles Sanders facing Carolina, that's a good defense. So there's a lot of tough matchups here. I think what is going to be the difference – is Dak Prescott at home against the Giants. That Cowboy offense looks incredible. We know he's got those receivers. Um, I think that is the difference maker here, and Dylan wins this one. So let's go to our next matchup. Um, let's roll with – let's go to yours, Jay. Ooh. Survivor. One and, three, one and three, but one and oh <clears throat> since the rebrand. Mm-hmm. Against Lairbaum, who we've we've said he's four and zero, but it's he's he's been fortunate to face some teams not putting up a ton of points. Um, okay, Jalen Hurts against Carolina—that's a good defense, but you know Hurts is is in that realm where he gets gets fifty rushing yards every week and generally puts up a pretty good number. Um, Jamar Chase—he could feast with Jair Alexander being out for the Packers. The secondary's thin. That's a that's a good one for you, Jay. Um, Antonio Brown, I, I don't love. He uh, dropped not an easy catch, but he dropped a touchdown last week. You wonder how much Brady Brady's going to keep going there. Henry against Jacksonville, though. We like that, um, needless to say. Najee Harris against Denver. That's a good Denver defense. Don't like that matchup. Um, on the other side, Hopkins, always good. Lamar on Monday night. So, Jay, that is terrifying for you because you know the matchup is going to come down to that. Yeah. Um, McLaurin against New Orleans. That's a pretty good New Orleans defense. Um, Henderson against the Hawks. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm looking at all these matchups this week, and I think this is going to be a pretty low-scoring week. There's a, a lot of uh, – Fan, you know, some guys are starting to get banged up. There's some tough matchups. 
Um, yeah, I saw so this one. I am going to take Lairbaum. I think wow. you're going to get your heart ripped out on Monday night by Lamar Jackson. Lairbaum is going to go to five and zero. Oh, you'll drop to one and four. Okay, well that's just categorically false. Uh, I am going to win this matchup, the Battle of the Justins. Uh, I am going to give Lairbaum his first L of the year, um, and it's going to be on the backs of Mister Robinson, uh, of Derrick Henry. Both of those teams are going to run the ball uh, very well because Jacksonville can't do anything else. And then Tennessee is going to get really far ahead and just continue running the ball. I am uh, considering uh, Brown or Myers, which, you know, is it's something to consider. Myers gets like eight to ten targets a game. Um, but I do think Antonio Brown versus Miami, I think that's a that's a game where he's going to get some of those looks. We're, we're seeing with Gronk Hurt that Tom does want to go to Brown a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I, I don't think that we, we hit our projections. Um, and I am scared for Monday night because – Here's the deal. It's going to be similar to what you you had. I think I'm going to be up by about 30 points going into Monday night, and then it's Lamar Jackson. So uh, I'm ready to have my heart ripped out and broken, but I am going to go with myself. All right. What's our next one? In our next one, we're going to get into yours. This is okay. a close battle, maybe matchup the week projection-wise. Uh, you versus Clayton. Clayton uh, in close to last place. You in fourth place at two and two. So this is kind of a break from the pack game for you if you get the w here um looking at matchups though uh i'm gonna start with Clayton side of things i i do like zeke versus the giants dalvin cook versus detroit detroit's not looked that great this year defensively wise um so i think that's a, i think this might be the week where uh both those running backs have their weeks which could air bad for you um and then on, on your side of things what looks good for you what would look good but as we know with the with the cord segment, Mike Davis versus the Jets looks really good, but I believe they're going to be going with cord more so than Davis at this point. Um, Travis Kelsey versus Buffalo, that's tough, um, but you are right. I mean, maybe we're looking at a lot of underneath passes and then Kelsey can kind of feast. I do like Cooper versus the Giants if he is able to play, and I like Lockett for a bounce-back game. Um, but on this one, I, I've stuck with him every single week. It's only worked out once for me. I'm going Clayton again. Yeah, this this is going to be a great matchup, and I so I'm for those keeping track at home. I have two quarterbacks, Matt Ryan and Joe Burrow. I've picked the wrong one each of the four weeks of the season, and actually, week four, the most recent week, was the first time that it actually cost me a victory. I lost by six, and Matt Ryan scored like six and a half more than Burrow did. Uh, so. Anyway, hopefully I can figure that out at some point. Still debating there. Matt Ryan is playing in that in that London game, which I didn't even know the London game was back until today. Yeah, uh, I thought COVID had canceled it. Um, but yeah, Lockett against the Rams. Um, he's going to be the guy that's probably not covered by Ramsey as much, so he's going to have to produce. Um, Cooper, if he can go, that's a that's a that's a that's a good matchup. Chubb against the Chargers. Um, they were better last night against the run, but they were terrible against the run the first three weeks. So kind of like that one, um, you said it, Mike Davis. I've got to figure – I mean, it's, there's there's no happy answer here. Uh, do I put Josh Jacobs in? We've already said that that Raider backfield isn't really one that you want to be uh, a part of. Um, or I could always throw Jacobs in the flex instead of Corey Davis. I don't know. i got some decisions to make. Uh, on Clay's side, you said it. The running backs—that's those are those are nightmare matchups. Elliott against the Giants and Cook versus Detroit. Um, Stafford against Seattle. 
I, I don't know. Those Hawks-Rams games, I, I don't know what way they go. Most, of, I mean, the Rams have won most of them, but I don't see it as a game where, like, Stafford is just going to go off. Um, Pittman in the flex, not great. Um, guy, I have to be honest. I mean, Jefferson against Detroit, although Mike Will against Cleveland's a tough matchup. This is going to be very close. I I think Clayton is going to win on the strength of his two running backs. Those wow. are great matchups. Wow. I don't know if this is already trying to, you know, give him the good game before the game, but it's not. I've picked myself, I think, three of the five weeks now. It's impressive. All right. Well, that should be a good one. I think we have one more to go. Yeah. Yes. That <laughs> awkward moment when we know there's one left. We're not sure which it I is. Think, is it no, Mark? we have two left. We have two left. Do we? Okay. We have freezing, Mark freezing Mark and then uh, Guns and Hui. Okay. Okay. Freezing versus Mark. Uh, freezing uh, kind of back against the wall here. You're not qu- done at four losses at one and four, but, I mean, you you may have to run the table with his, in, with his fairly low points as well. Um, so we got a wounded freezing going against a Mark who's feeling pretty good coming off his victory uh, in the Battle of L.A. Um, I'll be quick with this one. Um, a wounded freezing. I, I, I just, you know, my respects for him. And I just, I think he puts in a gutsy performance and finds a way to scratch and claw his way back to two and three. I'm not going to dive into all the matchups because that's just how I feel. I, I, I'm i leaning freeze, but I'm going to go with Mark only because I think the Brady Godwin versus Miami is very, very good for Mark. Um, yeah, and especially after a low-scoring Brady game, um, and he's on cloud nine after that win, though. Uh, I'm going to go Mark here. So let's get into the, the last matchup. Let me uh, mark this down here. You went freeze. We just gave that matchup so little respect. Like, we gave it, like, one-fifth of the airtime of everyone else, but – well, yeah. Mark doesn't listen to the pod. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Place, so. Yeah, yeah, you made your bed sleeping in. Well, Charles he's not already look. skipped this segment, you know? Yeah, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the last one, Jay. You, you, this is the, the, the talk of the league right yeah. now versus Queen Brand. We saved it for the last. We, you know, we had the owner on earlier. We got uh, Cole Beasley's research lab, which maybe they look for a rebrand, up, you know, to be more cord friendly. Um, versus Wee Tramp. Uh, Wee's coming off of a loss to me, which, you know, is just demoralizing, I could say, probably. And, you know, getting a fine as well, uh, that's got to be just – it's got to be tough in the locker room. So I'd love to be, a, you know, on Hard Knocks Wee's edition. Um, but we do have Gundy. I mean, this team look, looks really good besides the one thing of Cole Beasley in the starting lineup this week. But he has I, – I guess he could go Hollywood Brown. Um, but – Man, I mean, I think the Patrick Mahomes has paid off dearly for Gundy. Uh, showing that bidding over yourself for Patrick Mahomes is a is a solid play in auction league. So think about that strategy, everyone. Um, but I do think Aaron Jones has a good game for Cincinnati. Um, Waller versus Chicago. I mean, I, I, if if Vegas is going to score touchdowns, it's going to be through Waller, um, and I think that's really good. But the the highlight of this week, the Cord versus the Jets. We know he's going to get more than 10 points. And we know he's being featured in, into that um, team. And it's it's an early morning London game. They're going to be running the football. Cord's going to score 20. Gundy's going to win this matchup. 
Yeah, this is crazy. Like, Cord Mania is sweeping the nation, and now it's traveling across the pond. So the good, the good people of the United Kingdom can see what Cord Mania is all about. It's kind of like the Beatles when they came to America, but in reverse. Um, so I'm not going to pick against momentum. I'm, uh, I'm all in on Cord. I, uh, I, I'm ashamed that I wasn't in from day one. Uh, but it's not too late to hop on the bandwagon. I might buy myself a cord jersey. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I, I this is another matchup where I'm not gonna analyze every single game. I just know that something something special is happening right now in Atlanta, um, and I'm gonna take guns to win this game and go to five and zero. Crazy, crazy. But you know what? He was second place last year. It's nice to see him still performing. Hopefully, we place the Cinderella, but uh, great week of games for the league. We're going into week five. You know, it's starting to kind of separate from the packs, but everyone's still super close. So um, get these Ws while you can, league, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Long live the League of Dons. Thanks, Jay.